Want to tell your employees or clients how much you appreciate them? Stand out from the competition with the best gift ever. Minky Couture Luxury Blankets are the best gift ever for appreciation and recognition to say thank you every day of the year for a job well done. For every member of your team, share your warmth. Show them you care with Minky Couture Luxury Blankets, the best gift ever. Shop now at softminkyblankets.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the show. I have Neil and Mel with me today. How's everyone Hello, doing? Hello, everyone. Mel, you're here, too. I'm here, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mel's here, too. <laughs> uh, how's everyone doing today? Hope you're having a great day and uh, have a happy holiday so far and enjoying yourselves. We're going to be talking about some SN9. I got a new mic, Logan. You are right. I'm still working out the bugs on it, though. Had some uh, issues with it with my last video where I was really bassy. <laughs> Somebody commented, a couple of people commented that my mic was super bassy, but you know, I got to figure it out. Um, uh, Bill, you're not going to believe this, but we're wearing the same t-shirt today. No. We are. I got to go change. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, guys. <laughs> I take this off. <laughs> that is funny. That is good. That's that's what everybody's been waiting for, right there. Yeah, <laughs> the pause button, Kyle. Yeah, exactly. Debs, Debs thanks, thanks so that. much. Thank you, Debs. You are amazing. Um, so yeah, so we're all good. We're gonna talk about some SN nine stuff today. Um, SN ten, of course, is coming up next, and we'll talk about that too. Um, <laughs> Deb T-shirt, <off>. no. <laughs> um, but we're that's a lot more than three euros, Deb. Yeah, I'm I'm a little bit <laughs> I'm a little bit more more expensive than that, Debs. <laughs> oh man. So now that I'm super embarrassed, thanks Debs, you're the best. <laughs> um that was my fault actually. So um so let's talk about SN9 because we got to get we got to get serious here. This is serious business. Andre, welcome. Um SN9 is on the pad. SN9 is getting ready to launch sometime in the near future. Okay, sometime in the near future. Um, SN9 was pulled out to the pad, uh, test pad, because it uh, was in the bay. When it tipped over in the bay, it got hurt. Some of the fins, some of the flaps got injured, and they got replaced, and now it's out on the pad, and we're awaiting testing for this beast of a rocket um it's it's massive and i can't wait for this thing to fly um so neil how high i'm just going to kind of skip over this a little bit how high do you think sn9 is gonna gonna fly uh, i think they'll do 12 and a half kilometers again with sn9 i think they'll do the exact same thing and try and perfect what they've got before before they move on okay so you think 12 and, and then the next and then the next time sn9 flies go higher the next time sn9 flies you heard here folks you think sn9 is going to fly twice or <laughs> <hope> more so. 
<laughs> that would so. be sweet. That'd be sweet. I think, I, that, uh, I think they learned enough on SN8 that they'll stick the landing. I, there's no reason why it can't fly again, in my mind. That would be sweet. That would be sweet. Um, yeah, I think in SN9, uh, 12.5. And then do you think it'll go up to 15 after? Do you think it'll go 20? Hey, chat, let me know. Think it'll go up to 15, 20? I'm trying uh, to figure out, I'm trying to, in my mind, I'm trying to figure out what the point of going higher would be. Um, if you're not going to orbit like 12 and a half kilometers versus 30 kilometers, there's really no difference for them. Uh, it, the, the rocket reaches terminal velocity on its way down. So it's not like it's going to fall any faster or have anything weird happen. They showed it with controlled flight using the, the flaps. And I don't know that there's any reason to go higher unless you're going to orbit. That's just so SN10 straight to orbit. <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> SN10s. Let's just keep going. Well, I think they would be amazing. I mean, the did... next thing, to, the next thing to test would be the heat shield, right? Yeah. Yeah. So and they have, they have a uh, little bit of heat shield on SN9. So, yeah. Um, you know, the, I guess every launch, maybe add a little bit more heat shield to it. That'd be cool. You know, a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, here's a, here's a picture of it the heat be, shield. Actually. It would be amazing to see them just start to slap the heat shields onto SN10 really yeah. hard. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, right now we have this on SN9, which is yeah. it's like a little blob of heat shield. It's not, you know, it's not much. Um, so, you know, we got to, I think, I think that's a, what's really important is to get, get it up to as high as they can get it. And then terminal velocity on the way down, make sure that the heat shields stay on there and don't fall true. off. Very true. You know, that's, that's might, that might be why they do a higher test, you know, why they do a 12.5 now and then. They boost it yeah, up until to they could put humans in this thing. 30. They've got, yeah, until they put humans in this thing, they've got hundreds of flights to go. Yeah. So, um, yeah. there's no rush here. They're they're gonna test everything and and make sure that everything that they've tested is redundant. Yep. Exactly. And I think, um, you know, once they once they get past like this initial flight of SN9, and they'll take a look at it and see what messed up, or if anything messed up, who knows? SN10 might be just it's a total copy of sn9 i mean there's a little bit of guts a little bit different but not not much um yeah I, the biggest difference i guess is the sn9 is all the same steel as opposed to two different varieties but that's a that's the only real difference yeah, yeah and it didn't make a difference on sn8 anyway so yeah so that's a that's a good um indication uh, of what's to happen in the future greg greg smith has a good point here he's curious how much weight is added with the half a starship covered in heat tiles Absolutely. That's one of yep. the issues that they have to uh, test and deal with is how much does half the ship being heavier change the flight path? Yeah. Because it'll be bottom heavy at that point, a little bit. Um, I'm not sure how much each one of those heat shields weighs, but... There's um, a ton of them. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot of those things. So it covers the whole, like uh, almost half of the thing. <laughs> so yep. if not half, so... It's a lot. Uh, remember as well to tag Space News Pod with any questions that you have uh, at Space 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 News Space Pod to uh, make sure that we can see your messages. Yeah, like Logan just did. Do you think it can if they can uh, can't stick the landing for a while, they will delay the moon missions? Um, eh, I think they'll be okay. <laughs> well, the, it's as landing different know. on the moon, right? Yeah, it's going to be using thrusters more than anything else for the moon landing. So yeah. it's a whole different ball game that's a that's a whole nother test that's a couple of days long test they're gonna have to do yeah uh, there might be a couple of uh 
a couple of scrapped SNs on the moon <laughs> when we're all done. Said and yeah. Done. I mean, and that's that's a total possibility. We're going to have some space junk on the moon in the future. And I'll have to go fix it, clean yeah. it up. They're going to have to send or, a... Or maybe it'll fall horizontal, and they can finally use this thing that's supposed to on the moon. As a habitat? <laughs> As a habitat, horizontal habitat. Yeah, there you go. It's like a giant trailer. That, that'd be awesome, man. That'd be great. I really hope they do. It's just what I'm really concerned about with that is the fuel. You know, like you can't really breathe in fuel tanks, you know, and fuel tanks take up a, a decent size of this thing. So, you know, when you... Well, the when fuel you... tanks, uh, there's nothing in the fuel tanks that won't, uh, like oxygen in one of them, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, the other is methane, which will off gas and be fine as well. So, yeah, that's true. There's Maybe actually nothing in there that's that's terribly uh, toxic to humans. True. Well, obviously, true. you can't just breathe methane, but <laughs> right. um, but it, it will right. clean you out pretty easy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, um, and with the atmosphere there, it'll just kind of. What do you think it'll just float away? I don't know how it works up there. It's on the moon. It's different. Yeah, it's the, different moon's, the moon's constantly being assaulted by the sun. So any atmosphere that's on there is just being wiped away. So it would just simply be become space matter. Oh, cool. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys a quick shot of uh, what SN9 is where it's at right now. Um, it's on the pad. It has a crane, and this is a shot from Lab Padre's YouTube channel. Um, it's just a still image, but you can see the crane is really close by um cryo tests etc um all those things have to happen before sn9 launches right so we have to have cryo tests we have wet dress uh flap tests um static fires all that stuff but there's a crane right there um should they move that crane <laughs> before, before they do that, anything i think that crane's pretty far away i i think that you're you're remember that thing lifted sn9 onto the launch mount so yeah and it's almost as tall as sn9 is nine is now so it's fair back way back i think yeah um right now the road is closed though so they could be doing anything they want at this point yeah they could be doing flap tests today they could be doing um you know cryo tests would be okay you know static fire maybe i i mean static fire wouldn't be bad because that crane like you said the crane's kind of far away so static fire could totally I'm just work gonna quickly look at the sapphire cam here to see different angle yeah it's quite a ways away it's past hoppy it's actually closer to the the orbital launch mount oh okay else. okay cool it's an optical illusion the crane might be 500 600 feet away greg you are absolutely correct yeah if, if you go to the if everybody goes to the sapphire cam on lab pondre you'll see how far away it actually is yeah but go after this show <laughs> don't go right out <laughs> um the screenshot <laughs> is for 35 minutes ago yeah it's from a while ago it's from a while ago so um yeah, I just want to show you guys where it's at, like where where it's near, and that there is a crane there that brought it out there. Debs, thanks so much for the super chats. Are those just coming in, or are those from earlier? And the bots finally catching up to it. I think the bots finally early. catching up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But the thanks bots again. On slow mode as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh Kyle, yeah, true. Kyle, I that's wonder. hilarious. Kyle says, "This is our true fate, Neil. Living in used fuel tanks, scavenging science from dilapidated SN husks." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think yeah, so. I think that's where we're at. We'll be happy to do it. <laughs> yep. In the future, we'll have that. That that's what we're got to look forward to, guys. Is... Yeah, that's what we're looking forward to. That's not what we have now. Right now, right. we've got the tiny right. little uh, a tiny little lander. It's barely fits two people. 
Yep. <laughs> so soon enough, yeah, soon enough we'll be on the moon, like digging around in that giant tank. <laughs> um, so uh, I glossed over them, but uh, the next steps for SN9, uh, they have to do the flappy bird on the on the flaps. They got to flap the flap the flaps, uh, then make sure those things work. Um, they have to do a cryo test. And uh, and explain what a cryo test is real quick before we move past it. Okay, uh, so cryo test is basically um, they. Let me see. Let me let me think for a second here. Okay. Can they're, you... they're... Yeah, they Go fill ahead. the tank. They fill the, all the tanks with, uh, or one at a time. Not sure how they do that, but they fill the tanks with liquid nitrogen to basically uh, freeze them as well as pressurize them. <laughs> Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. So that they know that there's no leaks and there's no damage and and uh, whatnot with and liquid nitrogen is it will just off gas into the atmosphere so it's, it's no big deal um easy to get cheap to get and uh that's why they use that and if anything happens with that um they'll stop all the all the tests and kind of you know figure out what the heck went wrong and then they'll have to be go back and do that test again which mind you it could take a little bit of time but it's totally worth it because then the rocket doesn't explode because those that you know you have to pressure the pressurize these things up so for sure um, yeah uh, and some of the sns in the past have, have failed during the cryo test so yeah um, have some implosions going on for sure uh kyle says how many of these tests can they do in a day in a week um I, man that's that's a tough one because we haven't really it's... seen a We've only seen yeah. one full we haven't, thing. We haven't seen the full operational battle station that is SpaceX yet. We haven't <laughs> right. seen them saying, okay, we've done the cryo test. Let's do a static fire next. Hey, let's load it up. Uh, right. I, I would think they could do them as fast as they could fill them if, if they get to that point. Yeah. Um, there's no reason to wait, really. Yeah, they could do like, it all in a day. They're launching, these, they're launching SN whatever and uh, so that fires the rockets and then two minutes later or 10 minutes later they have to fire them again to land so you know they have to have that quick turnaround for launching these things and and, and turn on relaunch relighting the rockets i should say yeah. um so it's all has to happen very fast in the air there's no reason they couldn't do that on the ground yeah yeah and they you know um i think it's possible that they could do it all in one day but they're just figuring out the process right now so, you know, SN8 was the first to kind of go through the full process and actually launch and, well, land, <laughs> air quotes, land. Uh, I guess it landed technically, but, um, you know, they're so going to refine an update the process. Right now, uh, the pad is clear and SN9 is pressed at the moment. Oh, nice. All right. Yes. There we go. So they're doing testing right now. All right. All right. And then next up, um, there's going to be some venting, a bunch of venting, I'm sure, from the farm and um then they'll probably yeah, do... if they're actually going for a, a cryo test today then you'll start to see venting from the farm happen and yep. then the recondenser starts and uh and off they go nice and then that's pretty exciting that's very exciting so i want to show you guys this too which is kind of funny um 
and it's it's like a kind of side thing but from what i was saying before sn8 uh, landed right it cratered and it blew up so somebody made a joke post on on craigslist near boca chica um for slightly used nose or slightly damaged nose cone for free <laughs> which i thought was it's kind, yours please come fun. take it away <laughs> yeah one slightly used and charred nose cone from a starship rocket great for the new that new carport you want to add to your trailer bring a large vehicle and some extra help as this item is heavy <laughs> see pick for details you haul <laughs> amazing. amazing amazing hold on where i fixed those two days ago they didn't <laughs> fix i just gotta hit them i just gotta like tap them real quick um so i thought that was funny that was a little side thing that i saw somewhere i found it somewhere on the internet i'm not sure where but like a decent sized house yeah that would be pretty decent i would what are they going to fix, the, fix the concrete pad uh i'm surprised they haven't jumped all over that considering they're testing sn9 right now yeah, I don't know. I, I know they're in the process of fixing it, um, or they're in the process of figuring out how to fix it um, because they still have junk all over it. But um, yeah, probably within the next week, I'm assuming they're just going to clear all that stuff out. But what are they going to do with that SN8 nose cone? You know, where are they going to put it? I guess it's a big it's a big yard, so they can just kind of like push it off to the side with the rest of the stuff, but they have to do... Do you think they're still doing a formal investigation of all the parts there? Because it's possible they are. You know, they're working on this stuff. Yeah, it's quite possible for sure. You know, uh, they're probably just also trying to figure out what to do with the nose cone because they don't want to scrap it. So, yeah, um, probably trying to figure out where that's going to go. And uh, so they just leave it there for the moment. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, cool. uh, but you know they do have a hole in the in the lawn landing pad. They'll have to fix that for sure at some point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a big old hole too. I have a picture of it somewhere. I'll have to find it. But um, there is a there's a big old hole out there. Uh, it's like a giant giant crater. It's not. I guess it isn't giant, but it, it's a it's a lot of mess there. <laughs> well, I had a picture of it, but uh, I don't have it handy. So basically, the thing made a giant ring when it landed, and uh, yeah, they have to dig it out. Basically, jackhammer it out and then re-pour the concrete. And that takes a little while to, to like firm up. So the remove SNE, all that stuff, jackhammer, all that stuff. I think that that could be done in a day. The jackhammering and like refilling can be done within 24 hours probably. Um, yeah, and then it's going to take a few days to cure that Yeah, as, as much as they want it to cure. Um, so we're definitely looking at mid-January for a launch of SN9, I think. Yeah. I Just think based so on too. the pace that they're going at right now. Um, yeah. I think the holidays were a perfect time to fix that that pad if they wanted to. So, and they didn't. So I don't think they're in a hurry. Yep. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, but so here, the starships are piling up behind it, so they better get going. Yeah. Yeah. They once they get this pad fixed and hopefully nothing else craters it. Um, yeah, they're just going to be launching these things left and right. SN10 is up next. It's in the bay right now, and uh, it is ready to get all the components you know as much as it can and or as much as they have yeah. there nose cone has its flaps on yep uh, and ends in high bay it's getting uh, work done on it and all the wiring and plumbing and all the rest done um next step is to move the nose cone over and get it attached it's got the uh 
the guides, I guess, they put it at the top of uh, SN10 or there, so it's ready to go. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we don't have any information about SN10 uh, engines, which engines they're going to be using for it, or if they're actually in the in the bay with it right now. But uh, I think I've seen pictures of, I think I've seen pictures of SN10's engines. They're on site, I believe. Um, I just don't know if they're in the bay with SN10 right now. So we'll see. We'll see in the next couple of days, because we'll get some more information from from our sources, from our sneaky sources. <laughs> Well, we have two questions in chat uh, where sure. you were tagged. So SKM says, when do you think the first prototype of the Super Heavy will be done? Um, super Heavy. Let me think. A couple months, probably. If you eh. need to go get Scrappy so you can prognosticate this, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I need to, I think I need Scrappy. Um, yeah, well, Elon Musk. So here we go. I got, I actually got this one here. Um, I was looking it up. So, uh, how far out is a super heavy hop? A few months says Elon on Twitter. So I was ready for that one. I don't need Scrappy, but we can get her. <laughs> nah, she's somewhere else. She's somewhere else. We don't need her. Um, so super heavy is going to hop in a couple, couple months. Now SN10, what do you think that's going to launch? Because if, if they do SN9, mid this month they're going to get the process better and if it actually lands they can clean up really quick just move the thing with a crane and then sn10 should be ready what do you think three weeks from now there's there's people suggesting that we might see sn10 on the launch mount one uh before sn9 launches really see two starships on the wow. launch mounts that would be insane that would, that be, would insane. be insane like that's that fast iteration that Elon's been wanting this whole time, right? Yeah. Uh, at that point, you could have SN10 flying within three weeks of SN9 flying, and, and that's that what would they be need. Amazing. That's what they want. Yeah. They, they want to do it as fast as possible. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what? What was and the second question? And we know Elon. Question? He, we know he's pushing for this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. He wants it done super fast turnaround. Um. So as you guys are saying, uh, Steam O'Neill actually also tagged you and said, I think if they have two pads and two rockets, they can do tests much faster. We don't have to wait weeks for preparation. So right in line with what you guys are saying. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, they got to jump through some hoops to get a second pad go, a second landing pad, and a second, second orbital launch is what they want as well. So yeah. they got some hoops to jump through with the FAA and environmentally. Yep. Yeah, there was a uh, there was a video that I released yesterday about the FAA paper that was uh, just published a little bit ago, uh, a little bit before Christmas, and I go over all the all the little intricacies of that paper and you know what they uh, what they need SpaceX or what they what they envision SpaceX doing in the future, which is um, basically having what they have now but expanding the facilities, and also what I'm really surprised about is that they mention offshore landing. So an offshore landing facility, an offshore, you know, facility for launches. So that's pretty cool. I think it was what, 12 miles out or something like that. I think it was 12 miles out for these facilities. So that was really interesting. And if you want to check that out, um, just check out the latest video on the channel. I don't have a link to it right away, but just check it out. Uh, but we go on, it's like a 15 minute video. So can't really go over everything, but I just basically told you the whole video in two seconds. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's all done. You don't need to watch the other video. Never mind. <laughs> um, 
imagine two starships launching at the exact same time. That would be sick, but extremely dangerous. Steam O'Neill. Yeah, that would be really sick. For sure. That would be, yeah, that would be sick. I'd be, whoa. I don't know what I would do. I lost it for the SN8 belly flop. So if there were two starships launching and landing at the same time, I'd flip out. Smiling just thinking about it. Yeah. yeah, same here. I don't think they launched at the exact same time, but you could certainly, you know, 30 seconds apart or something would be pretty cool to see. Kind of like the boosters from uh, Super Heavy Landing at the same time. Kind of the same idea. Yep. Just totally <laughs> cool. I was, just, I was just looking at uh, <laughs> chat. Hank has another, there's another blob in chat. So <laughs> that's oh, no. amazing. Yes. <laughs> blob and Hank the Blobfish. Fellow blob. Nice. <laughs> Will, did you see Logan uh, the Archer? Uh, he said, when do you think they'll start testing Super Heavy? Uh, well, if he's, if Elon says uh, two months, a few months away for Super Heavy, um, for the hop. So I mean, they've had, they have pieces of SN, of, sorry, BN uh, number one all over the place in, yeah. the, in the build site. So they no, don't seem to be a bit in a huge hurry to put it together. I think that they're focusing on the SNs first to to secure that technology before they move on to the other one. Yeah, I agree with you there. I don't think they're in a huge hurry. Yeah. They need to do it, but it's like... they It's all the same stuff, right? Uh, except for the, the fins and the way it lands. Um, it's all the same stuff. They're still filling it with the same fuel. They're still launching it with the same rockets or engines. Yep. Um, there's. I don't think that they're just going to do it when they're ready, I think. Yeah, I think the uh, you know super heavy is going to have a have its time, but it's it's first and foremost they have to get Starship figured out first, you know, um, you know as much as they can before they actually like launch a super heavy. But it's also like they need to get Starship super heavy altogether, so they have to do everything. But like you said, whenever it's ready, I think that's that's the best way to do stuff like that. Whenever it's ready, you don't do it just to do it, you know. Um, yeah, so yeah, we have a they have a bunch of stuff to do for it, but like you said, it's just it's the same fuel, same engines, you know, just more of them, you know. Maybe I don't know how many engines are going to lift this thing for the first time. Nobody really does. Probably, probably two, just for a hop, just for three hundred meter hop. Here, or let's like ask, that. let's oh, ask Scrappy. Two. Hey, good Scrappy will know. The wizard dog, Scrappy the wizard <laughs> dog. Okay, let's ask her really quick, uh, Scrappy. Number of licks equals how many engines Super Heavy will have on launch. Okay. Are you ready? 500. 5,000. Okay, here we go. And <laughs> one, two, three, and lick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's gross. You're disgusting. Okay, seven rocket engines on Super Heavy when they launch that thing. So we're going we're gonna to see. Seven. Note it. Take a note, someone. <laughs> <laughs> seven engines i'm starting to think scrappy doesn't know what she's talking about i don't think you're right i think <laughs> i think you're just making that up i think i think you're making that up she is a wizard a space wizard she knows everything about everything <laughs> so scrolling up in chat we have a question from the cave grug wants to know will rocket lab use photon for the translunar injection oh got me <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was gonna be honest. Like I don't know. Uh, um, I haven't just studied up on that yet. 
Um, yeah, it's it's really hard to it's hard to know what NASA's gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> well, also yeah. knowing what NASA's gonna do, <clears throat> Steam O'Neill wants to know: Do you think NASA might borrow some technology from SpaceX to possibly ever make reusable rockets? Ooh, um, I think they're just gonna contract people. I don't think they'll ever make their own. Um, yeah, NASA's done making their own rockets. Yeah, I think they're they're over it. It's like it's too much work. Yeah. This <laughs> way too expensive too. Yeah. That's that's the whole reason going commercial is uh, it's just too much money for them. Everybody yeah. overcharges them. <laughs> that's what it is. It's, and they still are and, and, and it's gonna come to a head, I think. Yeah. Um so speaking of private rocket launches, I wanna take a look at the upcoming um road closures so we can kind of speculate when the SN9 launch date is going to be. Um, so we have road closure canceled for Thursday, December uh, 17th, scheduled, closure scheduled, all the way up to we're at the 27th now, 28th now. So down here, primary day, the 28th, 29th, and 30th. So we have those already scheduled. So that's for this week. We also have schedules for next week too. Uh, for closures of next week, I think Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I believe, from like 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., I believe, for next week. It's not on the schedule, so I don't want to, um, let me refresh just in case, uh, so, so I don't want to like give you guys any bad information. But since we have Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this week, um, you know, they're, they're going to do loading, testing, venting, flapping, all the really easy stuff, easy stuff, I believe. Um, and probably not a static fire this week, though. Probably not a static fire this week. That's what I'm guessing. Um, I don't know. They've got it pressed might, right though. now. If it, if it gets, if they do a cryo test today, then there's a chance Thursday we'll see a static fire. Yeah. You it's never possible. Know. Yeah, and they work really fast, so um, yeah. it's it's possible. I just, I don't know if it's, I mean, it's SpaceX, so you never freaking know, man. They just go nuts. <laughs> Like they would want, they want this stuff to happen, and the holidays are still here, so it's like Christmas to New Year's and beyond. You know, a little bit like the day after New Year's is kind of like holiday time, so they might not have full staff there, but they know in SpaceX, everyone's probably excited to be there, so they didn't take you know a lot of time off. They're probably like, okay, took you know Christmas off or whatever, but I want to get back to work. So and that's you know it's possible they gave them the time off and people just chose to go back. I don't know. I don't, I don't know uh, what the internals are there, so <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. So, flight maybe, maybe next week, uh, if they get static fire done this week, it's possible. <laughs> that seems crazy, but it's possible. Yeah, it's it's possible, right? I mean, it's crazy, seems awesome. Crazy. I mean, yeah, it seems crazy in a good way. Um, but I don't know. That seems that seems pretty quick. Yeah. But once, once they started rolling with SN8, though, it was, it was pretty quick. You know, it was it was a couple of weeks for that for testing and everything. So if they do all the testing, all the initial testing this week, do static fire on Monday, you know, Tuesday do some other, um, you know, uh, do another static fire possibly, and then Wednesday next week we could have a launch. If they get everything done before then, lappies and then you know pressure tests and everything, cryo tests. But that's really fast. So that is really fast. That's super fast. Wishful thinking. <laughs> Wish very wishful thinking. Very, very wishful thinking. I'm thinking mid January though, for real. 
Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think it, it almost feel like there would be some sort of hype at this point if they were going to do it next week. Like we'd already yeah. be hearing about it. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Uh, but the landing pad too. That's that's another thing yeah, that's going to hold gotta them back. Yeah, it's got to be fixed. It's got to be fixed. Everything has to move. Um, all those pieces have to be, you know, scrapped or whatever they're going to do with them. They have to move them out of there. I think so, that, uh, the the first indication is that that crane will disappear. It'll go yep. up, back up the, the road. Uh, that's yep. the first indication they're going to be doing anything static fire related or anything like that. Uh, that crane will be out of there. Yep. And then we can all just get really giddy. <laughs> we can get really excited. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, possibly, you know, possibly. What do you, so, highly speculative next week launch. Probably not, never going to happen. It's not going to happen. And if it does, I'm going to flip out. But um, so mid, you think like mid January? I think that's going to happen. We got that. Hey, thanks for all the new subs, by the way. Appreciate all of your support, everybody. Uh, we got some more questions. Let's see. Yeah, we can circle back to questions. So yeah, uh, quick. earlier SKM had asked, how many Raptors do you think will be on the Super Heavy? <laughs> uh, seven. <laughs> seven according to Scrappy. Seven according, according, according to, to my dog, seven. With Scrappy's prognut with Wizard Scrappy. Yep. Um, <laughs> let's see, Logan the Archer, member of the channel, said, Space News Pod, what do you think will be better, New Glenn or Starship Super Heavy? Ooh. A versus question. Um, I don't know. I well, they both do similar things. Uh, I just like I like Starship. Uh, personally, I like Starship better. Um, New Glenn's gonna be pretty rad though. And they can. Does New Glenn have a person, uh, a people integration yet? Uh, I, I, no, I don't think they've right released anything a, about that. No, right now it's just a, a launch to space satellite. Yeah, it's payload, just payload. Vehicle. yeah. Yep. So, yeah, super heavy Starship, just for that, just for that reason alone. Uh, I heard murmurs about it, um, but I've never seen anything like realistic from uh, New Glenn about that yet. So, no, they've got a pretty, for all their secrecy, they've got a pretty good document about, you know, for designed for people who want to use New Glenn to launch things into space. Um, so, it's pretty detailed about how much space is up there and whatnot. Uh, so and there's nothing in there about it. Yeah, and it's it's huge. That that uh, bay is absolutely huge, or the fairing. So yeah, it can hold buses. I think it can hold like four buses or something like that. Some ridiculous amount of buses. Yeah. Somebody they're somebody both, had like they're a, both huge. Yeah. Rockets. Um, <laughs> Domi says, uh, your dog licked you seven times. So the 7th of January for a flight. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, that's next week. Next Thursday. Maybe. That'd be cool. She doesn't speak English very well. Maybe she thought engines meant January. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> I don't know. She's pretty smart. I think she got it right. Seven engines. <laughs> seven engines. Yep. Super heavy. I'm just going to call it right now. Seven engines. Uh, are there any other questions we need to get through before we can move forward? So uh, 
uh, Steve O'Neill and I believe Kyle were having a conversation about um, if Neil Armstrong didn't stop private companies going to space, would NASA still be making rockets? So speculation, but it's an interesting question to ask. It's a very interesting question to ask, for sure. Um, I've got an idea, but Will, do you have any comments? Ah, uh, no, go ahead. You go first. Oh, okay. I don't well, really have I, any I mean, on this. Neil Armstrong didn't personally have any any power to stop people from uh, making <laughs> making rockets. So it wasn't Neil Armstrong in particular. It was a comedy perhaps he made uh, about stuff like that. But um, I think that NASA budgets really suffered as well after Apollo. Um, so the reason that the whole thing stopped to begin with was just the NASA budgets. And they, put, they threw so much into the space shuttle that uh, uh, there's nothing left for anything else. Uh, yeah, that's my opinion. Uh, yeah, like Arm Neil Armstrong didn't have any power to stop anything. He just had made some comments. That's all. Yeah, it was very vocal. Um, and you know, I think it was Elon. Yeah, Elon uh, Musk actually had like a video where he cried, I believe, because of Neil Armstrong's comments. Yeah, uh, it was like on a. It was like ten years ago or something. Yeah, like that. it was like a sixty minutes interview or something, I believe. And uh, you know. Elon just, I think he started bawling because of it, because uh, Neil Armstrong's his hero, you know? So when your hero says that you're not doing the right thing, you're like, this is not cool. And then he just like bursted out crying and it's like, yeah, of course. Like that's the guy that, you know, you look up to since you were a little kid. Like that's the guy that walked on the moon. Come on. Of course, <laughs> of course you're going to be upset about that. But yeah, I think, yeah, like you said, you know, he had no real power. I mean, he had some pull, I'm sure, because he was Neil Armstrong. But um, I don't think he had any any actual power. So yeah, that's a cool question though. Good idea. All right, uh, what else do we got here today? What else is on the the old agenda here? We got status of the Starship prototype. So let me let me bring this up. Let me go to a couple more questions. Okay, so these are all done. I want to bring this up. Uh, before we get into this, Brandon Lewis or Brendan Lewis at Brendan two nine zero eight on Twitter. So Brendan two nine zero eight. So check that out on Twitter, and I'll bring it up for you guys because I cover up his name. I, oh no, I don't actually. So here we go. I thought I was going to cover up his name. Um, so these are this is an infographic of all the new, like uh, the the prototypes, current prototypes. Yeah, that are happening. So. SN9 is pretty much built right there on the left side, as built as it can get. It's on the pad, so it should be as built as it can get. <laughs> I hope so, because <laughs> it's not going to launch. Uh, as you can see, SN10, there's no bottom flaps. Um, the nose cone isn't on. The nose cone with the, with the fairing isn't on SN10 right now. Or is it fully stacked in? Because this is from the 27th. I haven't seen it today. It's not stacked yet. Okay. And then... SN11, they have the nose cone, nose cone, nose cone fairing. They're all these are all different pieces too. If it's not stacked, it'll show them as different pieces. And then we have the aft dome and the skirt. Um, not nothing stacked there, just in pieces. Um, and then SN11's been moved into the mid bay though, so they're they'll be stacking that pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. So SN, you know, SN9's ready pretty soon to launch. SN10 will be right after it. And then SN11 is getting stacked and ready to roll right after SN10. So this is going to be a in, very interesting next two months. Um, 
you know, in SN12, you know, these are, it's basically mass production at this point, right? So they know how to make these things and they just keep building the same thing repeatedly. And SN, was it SN15 is going to be, or is it, yeah, SN15 is going to be different, right? Or is it SN15? SN15, yeah, 15. SN15 is going to have a lot of changes. So it's yeah. Yeah, so but we get as a, you can see, there's pieces. So there are pieces in production. Yeah. So who knows how much different it's going to be? Uh, we've I know we've seen the different um, puck that the the Raptors get attached to. Uh, that's been redesigned for SN15. Mm -hmm. um, so we know that that's different, just the way the fuel gets to the Raptors. Um, but anything else is speculation at this point. Yep. Yep. We're not sure. You know, we just like you guys, like we. We have as much information as you do on SN15 right now. It's it's pretty. Um, we just know that it's going to be different. You know, we don't know exactly what's uh, the internals or um, you know different flaps or anything like that. But we saw a dramatic difference between SN8 and SN9, the production quality. So once we get to SN15, I'm sure it's going to be super refined. Like well, the, it's going to be shiny. It's going to be very sh yeah. Even the flaps on SN8 compared to SN9. Like SN8 just looked like somebody had a hammer and was just like smacking on the fins, you know, on the flaps <laughs> yeah. just to get them up there, you know, For get sure. them to like the right shape. Uh, but SN9, it's like nice and smooth. Like the contours are very nice, very sleek design for the SN9 flaps. So, and everything else too. Um, there's a really high resolution image of SN8 that I bring up every once in a while. And it's just like, there's all sorts of weird welds all over the place and there's still drawings on it. Oh, sure. <laughs> And anybody, anybody who's built anything, like let's say you, you've built a, a table um, for your home. It's the first one you build is going to look awful. It's going to yep. have pro errors and problems. The second one's going to be so much better. And then at, when you do the third and fourth and fifth and sixth, those are going to be professional jobs. They're going to be fantastic. Um, it's the same thing with building these rockets. Uh, the first flaps you build, awful. Second one's pretty good. Third one's fourth and fifth sixth they're going to look amazing yeah exactly and it's going to be it's going to be absolutely amazing once they get up to sn15 it's going to be so so well refined wow thanks arash for that super chat thanks, thanks so arash. much thank you so much yeah have a happy holiday man happy new year merry christmas thank you um yeah so yeah that's really really generous of you thank you um yeah so when we get to sn15 it's going to look com i think it's going to look completely different um, so it's sort of like uh, Falcon One compared to Falcon Nine at that point. Is it going to be that much different? Maybe not that much, but it's going to be uh, you know it's going to be. It's interesting. We can see better. we can we've we can, we've seen parts of up to SN seventeen. Yeah. Um, so there's quite a there's there's a possibility that SN seventeen isn't going to look all that different than SN nine and ten, maybe just cleaner, perhaps. Um, but uh, at some point, we're going to start to see some major changes to the way things get welded, the way things are, are put together and supported inside and, and all the rest, uh, where it just starts to look more like a, a polished, finished piece. And it's an yeah, amazing the... process to watch and, and be a part of. Yeah, and the... It's just, it's gonna be so shiny. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. SN15 is gonna look like, like a you know something from a sci-fi movie. When I watched SN8 belly flop, man, I was living in the future right then. I was I was so living in the future. 
So I can't wait for SN15, SN17, SN25, whatever, as far as they go. Can't wait for it to be routine. Yeah. <laughs> like So speaking yeah. of speaking of the future, speaking of the future of of all of these, um Grug actually asks from the cave, and it might this might actually be a fun topic for a video or another another live show but what features do we think the new armstrong should have oh my goodness Ooh. yeah new armstrong like, is new armstrong for those for those who don't necessarily know new armstrong is is the blue origin answer to starship it's the one that's going to probably carry people rather than new glenn new glenn yeah. will be a, a launch to orbit vehicle um new new armstrong is is probably going to be the moon mars vehicle for people from yeah. Blue Origin. Uh, and we don't really know anything about it yet. We don't know the size, although they say that they could probably fit New Glenn inside the nose cone of <laughs> New Armstrong. But uh, that's, that's... Is that even possible? That's that's even hard to believe. So Yeah. Um, anyway, so we don't know anything about it yet. <laughs> but yeah, it would be amazing for to have yet another vehicle to get people to Mars. Yeah, and here's sort start of a... That, start that second colony on Mars. Here's a here's a uh, image that I found on Reddit real quick about this thing. I don't know if this is the most up to date, but New Glenn, like, come on, <laughs> it's just getting ridiculous. <laughs> it's like double wide of New Glenn, and New Glenn is yeah. absolutely massive. Whoops, New Glenn's so, fairing is six meters. Yeah. Maybe. How are they gonna lift? Uh, is this thing even possible? How are they gonna lift this? How many engines do they need? What kind of engines do they need? Seven, according to Scratch. <laughs> it might be seven. Yeah, seven engines. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be insane. It's specul. Everything speculation at this point. But yeah. Um, so building can, on the speculation, bunch, uh, bunch Jane actually says, "Is Blue Origin? How is Blue Origin becoming so ambitious? They haven't even gone to orbit yet." <laughs> very, <laughs> very impassioned plea to how are they this ambitious? Hey, you know what? <laughs> Elon was ambitious before he flew to, to orbit, so uh, that's what you need to be in order to get where you want to go. Yeah, and it kind of seems. Goal. Yeah, and it kind of seems like Blue Origin's taking the really slow path, you know. And they kind they kind of were for a long time. They were taking the slow and steady, make sure everything works kind of path before they send people to space. Um, but now they're they're ramping up because they have NASA contracts coming up. You know, they have possible NASA contracts for moon landings and, you know, things of that nature. So they have to show that they're doing something, you know, and they have to show their work, basically, what it comes down to. And if they don't, then they won't get these contracts, basically. Like, if you can't show that you can do these things, then you're not going to get the contract. And that's millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars and future launches as well. So that's a giant revenue stream coming in from NASA. And then you'll get you know, uh, like everybody else, you get the, the government contracts through, um, you know, like NRO contracts, any sort of defense contracts. And that's like money that you don't have to spend yourself, that the government's going to pay you to build these rockets. So, uh, you know, even though, you know, Jeff Bezos, I don't want to say his name, you might freak out, Jeff Bezos, <laughs> um, it, it hit the most money ever. So why not, you know, why not use your own money? But why not use somebody else's money? <laughs> it's much easier that way, you know? Somebody else's money is much better. Yeah, somebody else's money is so much better. Man, it is 
it's gonna be it's gonna be insane. It's gonna be insane. Yeah, I think Blue Origin's trying real hard to get this next one right. Yeah, they can't afford another failure. Yeah. Um, and in except for some stupid mistake, they would have been fine, been fine last time, uh, get into orbit. Yeah. Just uh, they, there's a stupid human error. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and that's the the cool thing about Blue Origin is that you know they're they're still working on stuff. And we know that it's going to take a while for them to get anything really concrete. But when they start doing these, um, you know, when they start doing launches in the next year or so, when they start testing things for the moon missions, it's going to be, it's going to be really cool to see like in, in the open, what they do. Cause currently, you know, we get, we get a launch every eh, six months or whatever, a couple months, three, four months, we get like some sort of test launch. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, other than that, we don't really see much from them. You know, they might release a press release or something or like a neat video, but they're not out there. Like they don't have Lab Padre, like, you know, staring at their launch site all the time. <laughs> with like five yeah. different cameras. <laughs> yeah. And something like New Armstrong is it's almost not even, there's no point in even talking about it at this point because it's, so, yeah. it's just speculation. Yeah. The, what you're looking at here, this drawing is just a, that's just a fan drawing. Uh, yep. Nobody knows what this is going to look like. Yeah. Um, so it's all speculation. It's all very, very, very far down the road. Uh, yeah. We've had a year of, basically a year of Starship um, prototypes. Uh, and we're at a point where we've got a, a silo sitting on a stand that's able to launch itself up. Um, yep. Think about at, at Blue Origin's pace, which seems to be, who knows what's going on behind closed doors, but seems to be slower. Uh, who knows how long it's going to be before uh, even New Glenn gets off the launch pad? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're hoping for the end of 2021, but I don't see that happening. Um, yeah, it's I don't know it, the so the moon missions are going to be happening soon, right? So they have to do they have to do a lot of work in the next couple years to get the moon lander ready um, with the with the uh, was it the national team? Um, yeah, so they got to get they get all that stuff ready. So they have to have rockets too. They have to get that stuff there. Yeah. SLS isn't going to be ready. Um, so <laughs> they want to, and they also want to they want to get those contracts, like I was saying before, um, with NASA and you know defense contracts. So get that I saw a picture of SLS yesterday. Um, I didn't send it to you. I should have. Um, but uh, yeah, it was the main the main tanks are are basically built. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, they just need to put the insulation on the outside and. And uh, ready to go. Make it orange. Yeah, <laughs> make it orange. <laughs> have to spray paint that thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I think the orange is gonna be. I think it's cool, man. I I'm not one of those people that's like, yeah, orange is old school. You know, it looks like the space shuttle. I I think it's cool. Everything I, has. To I be- heard that it's it's not actually paint, right? It's the foam they put on the outside of it for insulation that uh, reacts to with the air, and yeah. uh, turns it orange. Yeah. So uh, yeah. it's like. It's cool. It's cool that it's orange. I think it, we need different stuff. You know, like if every rocket is white with a logo on it, it's going to mm-hmm. be pretty boring. Or if every rocket, you know, I, when Starship was, and when they said, you know, we're going to do Starship in metal, <laughs> like steel, like shiny steel, I was like, holy cow, that's going to be crazy yeah. looking. Yeah, the, and, the very first renderings uh, of the sort of very sleek, sort of sci-fi looking stainless steel rockets shiny that uh, elon put out way back when were just amazing 
Yeah. <laughs> like what we're going to see, we're going to see the dreams, you know, we're yeah. going to see, uh, it never actually turn, never ever turns out to be exactly those pictures, but, uh, you know, we got something pretty cool and it's just going to get shinier. Yeah. yeah it's going to get more and more shiny and it's, we're living in a sci-fi world right now. Like this is going to yeah. be like in the next, next 15 years, we're going to be living in this crazy world that we thought about when we were kids, you know, we thought about this stuff, like, I wanted to see an alien come off a ship and, you know, take me to your leader with a little ray gun. And that's the kind of rockets we're going to get. Speaking you know? of shiny dreams, Kyle Phelps, a member of the show, would like to know if we have any cool new renders coming our way from Neopork. Ooh. Um, we were, well, it's the holidays, so we're kind of taking a little break. Um, and Neo's taking a little break from all that stuff, but we are working on stuff with Neo. So yes, there is a new video coming out. Uh, there's no planned launch date for it, um, but we'll get it out to you as soon as we can when it's completely done. So that told you basically no exact information, but yes, we are working on it, uh, but no renders yet, no renders yet. But once, once we, do get some renders and we get some information um members of the channel and patreon patrons will get the first look at them so um yeah if you're not a member yet um or not a patreon patron make sure to check that out because we do updates for members um before everybody else we'll probably give you like a, a week leeway with these things before everybody else and it's gonna be sweet i can't wait um but yeah, that's all that's, <laughs> that's a whole other Whole other topic. We'll get into that before we actually get the. Uh, I started the next working video on done. the next video after this one too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Neil's a forward. workhorse. Yeah, <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, but there's a little bit of work to be done. Um, yeah. So the process of that is. Uh, we want it, we want it to look great first, rather yeah. than get it out faster. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we don't want to pump these things out and do like a you know, uh, halfway done video. We want to make it really good. So. It's worth the wait, I think. Um, any more questions? Let's take a couple more questions, and then I got to take off. Yeah, T Chick actually says, uh, "When is the moon landing planned?" Twenty twenty four, as far as we know. That's uh, probably going to get pushed out, but right now it's twenty twenty four. Um, probably it'll probably be twenty twenty eight. We're not even we're not even sure who it's going to be yet. <laughs> yep, we don't know. Uh, there there is a team, you know. There, there's an Artemis team that they're working on. NASA's working on an Artemis team, but um, we don't have a real release, you know, like a real landing date for that yet. They say twenty twenty four, but it's that's really ambitious, it's like super ambitious. That's fair. C that's considering fair. SLS hasn't flown yet, and <laughs> isn't isn't even built. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. But uh, I think we might see some orbits of the, the moon before that by uh, various, various, various people. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, 2023, SpaceX, Dear Moon. And uh, do you think Blue Origin's going to do a, a moon orbit? I think they'd have to, they'd I think have they'd have it. to prove that they can do it. Yeah. So, uh, and then, I mean, SLS is a, it's a big old rocket, but you, maybe eventually we'll, they'll like just kind of retire SLS or use it for other, you know, for other heavy lot, heavy lift things. But if SpaceX or Blue Origin or some other company can show that they can launch the same compatible hardware yeah. from Earth <laughs> to the moon, they'll just be like, <laughs> oh, key, so right? yours is going to be, 
a million dollars, yeah, we'll hire yeah, you, SpaceX. Okay. You've got you've got a four million dollar launch from SpaceX versus two hundred million launch from somebody else. Who yeah. are you gonna go with? <laughs> yeah, especially if it's already built in in production and they yeah. they do all the testing and everything for you. Yeah, for sure. You don't have <laughs> yes. to worry about putting together SLS. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, SLS is a huge jobs program, and that's okay. Like, it's okay to keep, like, highly skilled engineers and scientists and everybody else, uh, you know, working. But when it comes down to it, like, how much, like, taxpayers are going to be mad if they know that there's another rocket that can do this stuff for, you know, like you said, 300 million. I think, what, what was it, 300 million for an SLS or something like that? It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, compared to 4 million for it. Uh, starship yeah two million to launch and then another two million to fill it in space yep that's it <laughs> that's it that's like it. it's not much money dude all the fuel so, itself is cheap right yeah it's the rocket that's cost so much money <laughs> yep. that's true so steam o'neill asks a another speculative question i like the thought experiment questions coming from steam so yeah. uh they say after starship has done its thing and we colonize Mars, do you think they might make a Starship 2.0 to take us further and beyond? Ooh. Um, yes. And Starship can supposedly go all around the um, solar system. Pretty much anywhere in the solar system, I believe. Um, it's the beauty of reusability. All you need to do is refill it. Yep. And Send it on to Titan. Right, Kyle? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle loves Titan. Titan. Yep. Um, and um, the the Starship 2.0, as as you say, is is potentially a a wider ship too, right? You might have a sixty, uh, sorry, an eighteen meter wide Starship get flown. Yeah. And that would be crazy, huge That's, inside. That, what? That doesn't make any sense. How is that even? <laughs> how is that even possible? Is that like? Okay. Like a thousand foot tall rocket. Yeah. <laughs> Physics. The, like, does this work with? Yeah. yeah I don't think that works. <laughs> I don't know. Gonna, it doesn't make any Scrappy's sense. He's going to have to lick you a lot to get that yeah. many rockets. That make yeah. Any sense. Gonna... <laughs> oh my. <laughs> so yeah, this might uh, this might be a good topic. Another Grug is asking another another versus question. He says, "I think New Armstrong should be created to do what Starship can't." What weaknesses Ooh. does Starship have? None. Zero. Mm. None. <laughs> I haven't seen any. Um, no just, weaknesses whatsoever. None. No, um, the ladder. That's it. Yeah, the, the ladder slash... <laughs> yeah, ladder slash uh, uh, elevator. Whatever they're doing to get down to the surface. Yeah, I, that's about it. I, that's all I've so, seen so far. And legs. Some... Right now, legs are a weakness. Oh, right. right. Yeah, legs. These are some really good questions uh, for discussion in the Discord. If you wouldn't mind, uh, if you wouldn't mind <laughs> throwing in a uh, Discord link, Kyle, oh, yeah, I saw sure. that. I hid that. Yeah, That's I hid you, it Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> all caps. No all caps. Kyle, we right. can't make exceptions for you. <laughs> but it was funny. It was, it was funny. funny. We yeah, laughed. I was giggling as I was looking Thank up the Discord. Thank you for the Discord link. <laughs> so yeah, for anybody for anybody that wants to continue the conversation, uh, and anybody who wants announcements on what we're working working on and what we're doing, and uh, we've got some folks that do DIY rocketry and things, the Discord is a great place to hang out and chat. 
yeah, lots of lots of us space nerds here. Um, and we, yeah, we promote open discussions about any sort of topic uh, related to space. So if you're into this stuff, if you want more information about SN9, more information about SpaceX, you want to speculate, if you want to chat, whatever you want to do, come and hang out. Um, we have about 250 members, so it's still pretty small. So it's still pretty pretty community driven and um, pretty cozy right now. We don't have a ton of people. We're a big chatting family on. right now. It's great. Yeah, it's exactly. Great. Uh, just to keep everybody up to date, just watching uh, Lab Padre on the corner here. Uh, there's some venting in the grass right now. Ooh. All right, we got some venting some in action. the grass. Action. Yeah, we'll look into that um, for the next couple of days and. Let you guys know what's going on. If anything really crazy happens, we'll go live again and let you know, or we'll just post a video. Um, but if something like if we see something that we're like, "Ooh, this could be a launch," um, we'll go live and just kind of like cross our fingers because you never know with SpaceX. Um, so that being said, make sure to subscribe to the channel. Um, make sure to uh, get notifications because we do these live streams every Monday and Friday. We also do it on Twitch, uh, Twitch.tv/spacenewspod. Um, and we do that every Tuesday and Thursday, and those are a little bit more chill. Those are like, you know, we do a little bit of news in the beginning, like kind of an update thing, and then we play some games or like hang out or whatever. Uh, so there's a little bit more chill. Sometimes we'll do a full show, depending on availability. Uh, blah, 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 availability. Uh, so yeah, we will see what's going on with that in the next week or so. But we're we're working on it. That's a new. That's a work in progress. So we have about 100 followers over there. Working on getting to you know more and more, so check us out, everybody. I appreciate everybody Welcome stopping all the by members today. Members of Discord, that's amazing. Yeah, we've had a bunch of people just join up in Discord. Let me mm -hmm. post the link again so everyone else can join if they want to. Um, yeah. So I think that's it for today, guys. Uh, thanks so much for hanging out. Uh, thanks, Neil. Thanks, Mel. Thank you. Thanks for all our right. folks that gave us some super chats. Yeah. True. True, true, true. Let's see. Let's let's give him a call out here. Uh, Debs, of course, with the two super chats. Uh, and Arash, thank you so much for the uh, super chat as well. Really do appreciate your support. Appreciate everybody's support here for watching the show. Uh, couldn't do it without you. Have a great holiday. Enjoy yourselves. Take some time to, you know, eat that extra turkey or whatever you're going to eat. Some... <laughs> some uh, Cranberry sauce or whatever. Ugh, cranberry <laughs> sauce. Out of the can. Yeah, thanks, everybody, fan. for being here. Yeah. See you guys later. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye, Hip. Bye-bye. Oh, Hip. Later, Hip. <laughs> Hip's always lurking. Creeper. <laughs> All right, see ya. Why does Comcast Business power more businesses than any other provider? It has technology solutions that put you ahead, like the fastest reliable network and serious savings. Ask how to get a $500 prepaid card with a qualifying gig bundle. Offer ends 10 22 Restrictions apply. Call for details. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that... That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.